So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. I'm inspired by people who think smartly about incredibly stupid things. Mm -hmm. Because it means that you actually, like, pay attention to the world. It's one of the incredible stupid things. Like, Like incredibly stupid things. Like, Like, the kind of person who would walk down the street and be like, that grub is probably delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the dumbest thing to think. You're like walking down the street and you're like, who's who's looking at that? Mm-hmm. Zero people. Except for the guy from Noma who's like, that thing looks like a frog. Mm-hmm. Now I've made frogs before. Mm-hmm. Now I'll presume that this thing, because it looks like a frog, probably has the same like, you know, internal composition and I mm-hmm. could probably, you know, fry it and fricassee and do something to it and serve it on a plate and people would eat it. Mm-hmm. Because they trust me if I say it tastes like a frog. Right. And we know that frogs are delicious. Right. So that's the thing. It's like people think incredibly smartly about the most stupid, because, that, because the, the key to that is that makes everything sustainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then everything has a place and everything has multiple places. So then that keeps, it, it, it's, in short, it's the stuff that keeps the world spinning. Because the second you stop, because, okay, so culture moves either in the one-time human hamster wheel of life, Mm-hmm. Like from Double Dare, like the the, the game show, the, the 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 goofy giant hamster wheel that people have to run in, and it just goes, and it's it's silly because then the, the flag comes down, and but you have to like keep running, and then the person can't get out of the wheel because they can't, just so used to running. That's culture, or there's the moment where culture does the does the the funnel, and it just goes up. It's like when you when you have like the as a kid, when you play with the the two like bottles that you put together, and you shake them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it creates that funnel. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like culture also moves to those funnels, where it, and it takes thinking incredibly smartly about the dumbest thing, yeah, the stupidest thing, to like make the culture do that because culture isn't supposed to do that. Like yeah. nature says, don't eat that grub. Nature says, leave that grub alone. We have we have frogs. Mm-hmm. Nature says, you know, like, you know, Moonbaton, like the genre I helped to, like, you know, indoctrinate. Like, nobody said to Dave Nada, hey, you're at this party where people are playing, like, salsa to slow down your EDM catalog of music yeah. to a salsa-appropriate speed of pace. Mm-hmm. Nobody told this man to do that. Right. Zero people thought this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Dave, in order to not be assaulted by a room full of drunk, rowdy teenagers, thought this may be the only thing that will save me. Mm-hmm. It's an incredibly smart way to look at the dumbest situation. Yeah. Because <laughs> the amateurs would just be like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to play these records. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, happens. You're right. But no, it's like that little stuff. That's the stuff that inspires me. Like That's the stuff. The little... Yeah. I think it's partly the dumbest thing. Perfect.
Oh, and one last question. So since you spent so many time, you obviously, again, you were raised around women, yes. black women, and you've obviously spent a lot of time around black women. What culture amongst black women would you like to see abolished? What toxic culture amongst black women would you like to see? God, black women abolished? hate each other a lot. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Because, okay, so like black women in America, I find it's different in other other countries and other cultures. Mm. When I talk to black females from other places, I have a lot of African, African female yes. friends who yeah. look at African American culture like it's insane. They think we're crazy. Yes, it's crazy. fascinating to me. Same thing with my friends who are from Europe, and you know, like I have Swedish friends and I have British friends, and they, they're all African or Afro Caribbean, Afro Latino yeah. distinction, so or derivation, and talk to me and I, and I explain it to them like this I go okay so you bring all these people over you bring all the most beautiful women all the strongest women in the world over on the boat mm-hmm. and you have them land mm-hmm. and you have white you have, and you have white men look at them mm-hmm. for the longest time mm-hmm. and tell you that this was better than that one and that was better than this one and this was better than that one and then you create large scale America because America is America large scale 240 years of life is based off of these initial observations Mm-hmm. So this woman, because she has giant breasts and a giant ass, is better than this thin woman over here. Mm-hmm. This woman, because she is so smart and so intelligent and able to make all the food, is better than this person over here. Mm-hmm. That's America. Like, large scale. Yep. And it creates all these differences that get, like, beaten into people's heads. And because, and I'll say this, and it's a, it's a, it's a thing that'll, like, probably make anybody who listens to this podcast stop and replay it. Mm-hmm. Black men are just great, like, receptacles for toxic white male culture. Mm, wow. Because that's how most black men know how to be men. Mm-hmm. Was by mirroring toxic white male culture. Mm-hmm. You don't get Jim Brown without John Wayne. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. a thing. Like, so in that case, it's double and triple down on. Mm-hmm. Because it's created by a group of men who are doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Then other men who don't know how to do something right look at these people who do something wrong and just accept that that's the rational way to do things. Mm-hmm. And then that just gets passed down through 240 years of life yeah. to the point where you end up where black women are given power and control and you know the ability to do great things. But because of the... The, the social barriers that are baked into our culture, mm-hmm. it then makes them look at each other when they're only people in the room mm-hmm. and immediately separate each other from each exactly. other. Exactly. That is so true. Which is crazy. It is crazy. It's, it's crazy. a jacked mentality. It's yeah. embedded though throughout the generation. It's sad. Yeah. Right. And again, if you sat in a room with like 12 other black women, they would find a way to put you in a corner. Yeah. And then you would find a way to put them in a the corner because that's just what you would do. Yeah. Not that you're a bad person, mm-hmm. but that's just what you would do. Yeah. Because you're, you're mad. Why am I in this corner? I'm just going to be in this corner. <laughs> you in your corner. You stay in your corner. Yeah, it's great. And then everybody's staring at each other and nothing is happening. Which is kind of, I feel like, the problem, like, to, to take your question and expand it into, like, the larger conversation we're having right now. I feel like that's kind of, like, the problem with, like, America when it comes to, like, where we're headed with potential of, like, a female president and women, like, running large parts of our, like, national, like, construction. There has to be a moment, especially within black female culture, because most of these women are black women, mm-hmm. which is fascinating to me. That it's like somehow we like self-selected away like white women and these women and these women, but it's like all these like intelligent black women that like have the opportunity to run the country. 
Like AOC will probably be the president, but her cabinet will be full of black women, which will be fascinating and wild on multiple levels. Yeah. But the problem is, is that we put all these black women in a room. We're going to put 12 of them, 20 of them in a room and close the door and expect that like immediately the thing's going to happen. In order for that to happen, of course, like you're going to have to have like a generation of black women like unlearning. It's only a generation. It takes like taking like twenty years to unlearn like two hundred and forty years of like yeah. embedded history. Like, okay, you can't hate this girl because you think she's fine with you. You can't. Like, you literally just cannot. Like, you think you want to, but you can't. Like, you yeah. actually can't. Like, yeah. you want to hate this person because you know she's smarter than you. She might be AKA whatever. But no, like, <laughs> like mentality. Like, stop so. right now. So, I mean, it's the thing. It's like, white guys can do it. The president was a black guy for eight years. Conservative white men just looked at all their toxic culture and said, no, okay, let's let's stop. Because this guy is to win. Let's yeah. just stop. Yeah. All of the BS about my penis is bigger than yours. My corporation earns more per quarter than yours. Like, that doesn't matter. Exactly. Let's all just stop and get this guy elected. And that's what they did. Yeah, they worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, work. Yeah. Right. So it's something <laughs> that black women are gonna have to do like immediately. Yeah. And it's like, Absolutely. bam, back in the gavel, done. Camel is okay. Yes. No matter what. Yes. It's crazy. So, yeah. I'm gonna ask a stupid question because yes, there are such things as stupid questions, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that we're told that there are not. I think well, I, I do agree there, there are. are. I'm excited there, for this. There are. Okay. So. I'm going to say something really contentious, yes, and then I'm going to clarify it. Um, Trickle-down economics, I think, is real in the sense that it is trickle-down toxic culture. Full stop. No, it's and that's absolutely the truth. Um, that is the thing that trickles down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. But yeah. now here's where it's going to get even stupider. Okay. That, so that I just said something that was like, you don't want to say trickle-down economics is real. Because not that, that we're not seeing the money trickle I down. Say, I say it all the time. But we see the culture trickle down. It does. Like we get all of this bad stuff trickling down. Mm. Like the, um, here's some toxic white male culture. Yeah. But if you want to succeed, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There's only room for one woman on this panel. We're looking for the one woman so the optics are right. And then that makes women think like, oh, we're all, we got to all duel at dawn because there's only one chair, right? Okay, so what can, and this is why it's stupid and this is why I'm adding emotional labor, right? Because like I should be able to think of something myself and I'm failing. So this is a dumb, dumb question. Forgive me. Uh, Someone who is not black, what can they do? to help in yep. this situation. Yell at the white men in your life. I mean, I'll just answer question, just be open. No, but to me, it's yell at the white men in your life. Mm-hmm. There's a white man in your life. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Because Okay, so, because white men run America, mm-hmm. and America's a flawed place, every white man has a flawed belief. It just is what it is. If that's your father, if that's your uncle, if that's your grandfather, if that's your next door neighbor, there's, Could be all four. Right. There's one thing that they think that's just categorically wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they say it because they will. Because white men can say anything in America. It's okay. Donald Trump's 
going to win, be a two-term president because he can just say whatever he wants and nobody's going to stop him. But the key is that when you have it in your own life, because it starts one by one, mm-hmm. and there's some famous person that will have a bunch of famous people in their lives and they get to do that. There's some person that has five congressmen in their life and they get to do that. But like, it, but it's a thing that you have to do across the board. Mm-hmm. It's like when this person says something idiotic, just yell at them. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, you do have to yell out. You can't just. I. It is. This will sound funny, but I do it all the time. I yell at white guys at least like once a day. Well, good. Like once a day. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> you have to call it out. Yes. Like, yes. You like have and, to. and and it's always like, and it's always at a private moment. Mm-hmm. Someone will say, "You're like no." <laughs> yeah. Good. Just just no. Like, you hate that guy, right? Mm-hmm. You hate him. You want to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's the worst. Lead our country to ruin. He thinks the same thing. So there it is. Just no. Like actually, if you see something, say something. <laughs> right. Like say that, but but not even say it. Just direct confrontational. Stop. Yeah. Like stop. Because if you say it at the right time, the right way, mm-hmm. people actually stop. Yeah. If you do it like in a confrontational one-to-one, like within the realm of, if there was a confrontational white man at the door who said something silly, and you're just like, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I ask another stupid question? Yeah, go away. Okay. So um, I was invited to the Congressional Black Caucus's gala, mm-hmm. and huge honor, mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was on the advisory board of great group that no longer exists that was the reason why I had the invitation um, and was uh, graciously offered um, that I could bring some people with me mm-hmm. um, and so I had two women of color one of their white girlfriends mm-hmm. and a white friend who was an activist Yeah. and due to just life mm-hmm. being only the illusion of control not actual right. control yeah um, the two women of color couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. So it was myself and two blonde girls. Amazing. Right? Amazing. Amazing. And we're walking up to Duke Ellington. Yeah. By that big chair. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, that's where the after party was. Yeah. And um, one of them, I, I can see, like, she start, like, she's dragging her feet. Right? Oh, God. And it's like, you don't get invited to, like... And, and RSVP and then not show up is my mind. Right, yeah. But I can tell that she's getting really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? And so she starts this narrative about like, you know, well, we could just not go, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at her and I was like, if, if you were invited to, I don't know, like, would you just not go? 